This is a Broad Pods production. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. This is Broad Radio. For you, by you. Broad Radio. Here for more. Good morning and welcome to Broad Radio on this beautiful Tuesday. I'm Jo Stanley and my beautiful co-host today. It's lots of beauty. He's <laughs> brilliant, funny and beautiful, Nellie Thomas. Oh, thank you very much. How are you, Jojo? Oh, I'm really good. Are you? Why? Yes. Um, because I've chosen to be. I know you hate that. No, but, I don't. But, oh, you, oh, well, we've had conversations in the past where you're like, can you just let me be what I am right now? <laughs> I fight sad with more sad. <laughs> No, but um, I think uh, a lot of the time you can wake up going, oh, my gosh, I'm so yes. tired and there's so yes. much to do and life is really heavy and hard. Yeah. And I often feel that, but I meditate every morning. And today my uh, meditation was on a visualisation of a golden orb of energy. Oh. And I'm choosing to focus to on that focus today. To focus on that. Yeah. Hey, whatever works. Do you know Sisyphus, the myth of Sisyphus, the... The Greek mythology. Was this the dude who was pushing the boulder yes. up the hill? So you would, yes. If you, if you like memes, you mm. would have seen he's been co-opted into the meme world oh, many poor years old later. Sisyphus. And he just pushes this like rock, a yes. boulder, pushes a boulder <laughs> up a hill and then down and then he has to push it up again. Yes, for eternity. For eternity. Mm. And I do think there is a moment at the top of the hill, which is life, where you've just gone, this has been really hard. Do I sit here and reflect and be happy and focus on a golden orb? Or do I just focus on the fact that it's going to go down and back and I have to push it up again? Mm. So there is an, I think there is an element of choice in mood. Yeah. I just don't like the whole, you know, you can think through any circumstances and be happy. Oh, no, toxic positivity. Yeah. I'm, not he- I'm not here for that. No. 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 But, you know, you looking know. on the bright side. Go for it. Yes, here we are. Well, yeah. I'm just, and I love, I love this Tuesday morning and I love spending time yeah. with someone such as yourself now. You're, you're, you're in the moment. And you are brilliant and funny and I am pretty, feel oh, pretty grateful to be able to spend it. this thank hour you. with you. Well, thank you for having me. This is Broad Radio. For you, by you. More of us. Broad Radio. Here for more. One of the biggest moments in history mm. has taken place mm. 
over last week sometime mm. when mm. Uh, Queen Elizabeth II passed. Mm. Um, I don't really have much emotional connection with mm. her or that particular event, I must say. Do you know what? Where it, when it hit me is when I heard a commentator say, the second Elizabethan era is over. Hmm. And that, I went, oh, that's a very, like, that puts it in a far more historical context in terms of thinking about the role of the monarchy, how long she reigned. It is incredible that, what is it, 70 years in, that she reigned for. It is incredible. Regardless of what you think of her reign, just the longevity. Mm. She's been through two world wars. Yeah. She's been through Trump. She's been through Boris Johnson. I mean, I don't mean been through. You I know mean, what I'm Winston Churchill, Churchill was one of her prime ministers. <laughs> it's pretty. I mean, just the the breadth of history. Yes, is quite phenomenal. Also, for myself, I will acknowledge that I thought, well, what impact has she had on me? Mm. And I think subliminally, maybe there was the the knowledge that one of the most powerful people in the world, my entire life, has been a woman. Mm. I think has mm. had some impact. Very mm. different if it had been a king, mm. I think. Look, it's, I mean, you and I, I'm sure, are on the same page about this. It's such a, for, for me anyway, as a white Australian, it's, it's such a conflicted moment. Very much. You know, because on the one hand, she's clearly a symbol of colonisation. Yes. On the other hand, she is clearly a long-standing female leader who's been well-respected and who did modernise the monarchy to whatever extent one can modernise the monarchy. Um, so I'm sort of torn between acknowledging her public service mm. and then also acknowledging that as a symbol of colonisation, I mean, it's an understatement to say that's deeply problematic. Yeah. You know, like I'm really torn. I mean, but they've acknowledged that themselves. I mean, yeah. when Barbados became a republic last year, mm. you know, pr Prince Charles was there and mm. acknowledged the atrocities that mm. had taken place under colonialism. So mm. as, as a, you know, an organisation, as a firm mm. <laughs> that the monarchy is, they have acknowledged that. How to much of their stuff they're giving back, though? Yeah, well, that's a good point. <laughs> you know, one of the things I've found really difficult in my, certainly my social media feed, I've, I've seen particularly, not just, but you know, friends of colour, if that's even a mm. description, sort of expressing sadness and rage and, you know, all the things and then seeing other people come in and kind of go, oh, now's not the time, oh. now's not the time. Yeah, okay, but it, it's had a really different impact on Absolutely. people of colour. Like it's a very different thing for me to sit here and kind of go, oh, Nana loved Princess Di yes. as opposed to, you know, my culture was decimated. And I just I, exactly, and if now's not a time to acknowledge it, when is it? Yeah, I, and I, I'm tired of people policing other people's response. Yeah, as well, that's yeah. really tedious. Yeah, if yeah. if you have a response, it's a valid response, isn't yeah. it? Well, I don't know. Some people are stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get that out there. But you know, certainly, I would say I think. I've seen a lot of um, policing of people of colour, particularly mm. of whatever background, expressing sadness or about colonisation and then being jumped on. Mm. I think, like, read the room, white people. Yes. Read the bloody room. <laughs> like, back out of here. I'd also like the opportunity, though, to take it away from the royal queen mm. and acknowledging the grief that some people around the world, millions of people are feeling, mm. and they're entitled to mourn. Mm. Um, although I, I did just read the term mourn porn. 
which oh, is new wow. for me. I love it. God, is there anything that's not porn? I know. Is but, you know, anything? when you see, you know, the Today Show in their black and pearls out yeah, the front yeah, of Buckingham yeah. Palace, mourn porn, yeah. yeah, very over that. Yeah. But, you know, individually, if that's your response, mm. you're entitled to it. But I'd like to move it away from the Royal Queen and acknowledge other queens mm. who've achieved incredible things in the last week, one of which is the Aussie Rugby Sevens women team mm. winning the World Cup over mm. the weekend. They also, in, in this year, have won the Commonwealth Games gold and the World Series titles. So these, Smashing it. Oh, my God. And best, we saying, best in the world. We're saying queens with a KW. That's it. Yeah, yeah. those queens. Those Absolutely. Queens. I mean, it can be a moment to reflect one thing that I absolutely can connect with you know when you see people and they really are genuinely deeply saddened Mm. by the passing of Queen Elizabeth and I think some of it is we feel like well not just feel like we are in incredibly tumultuous times like democracy's in trouble leaders keep changing even in stable democracies in the UK itself the leader just got rolled so she's been there for 70 years consistently so it's like this idea of someone you know stable, solid, I know what I'm dealing with, even if you find her problematic, even if you're not a monarchist. I think for some people they're surprised at their own grief. Some of it is another change, Mm. you know, another thing that's happening. The reason I brought that up is because I was going to say my queen's my nana. My queen is absolutely my nana. My nana has departed, Nana Gladys. Mm. Um, She died at 96, the same age as the queen. queen. She had 12 kids. Um, She had over a hundred grandkids and great grandkids and great, great grandkids when she died. And she, oh my Lord, she loved Princess Diana. Like think of how many kids she had and how many grandkids she had. There was one photo in her lounge room, Joe. (laughs) One photo. (laughs) Lady dies wedding photo. (laughs) (laughs) So can I name the elephant in the room and say on behalf of Nana Gladys, she would be spewing that Camilla... (laughs) Has ascended to the throne. Has she ascended to the throne? She What's is going to be named queen, yeah. 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 I mean, I that's not my view, but I'm just honouring Nana Gladys. Sure. Would have, she should be rolling in her grave Poor at old the Gladys. Yes. It's hard to, to accept that, you know, times move on. Yeah. <laughs> Poor old Gladys. <laughs> I'm going to acknowledge uh, Stephanie Gilmore, who's become an eight-time world champion wow. in uh, the women's champion surfing over the weekend as well. And my other queen is my daughter, Willow, who last weekend received a footy award. Oh, bless. She is, let's say, she struggled to find her form, Nelly. Yeah, yeah. And on the morning... she gave it a good red-hot go. Mate, she she brings the effort. And on the morning of this Best and Fairest Award, she said to me, Mum, do you reckon I'm going to get an award today? And I said, I wouldn't think so, babe. (laughs) Mother of the year. (laughs) Got to man- manage expectations. No, you do. You do. You're right. And lo and behold, she did get an award. Bravo, a coach's Willow. award for just. And I, I totally support the coach in doing it. It was yep. him, him saying, "You turn up every week. Yep. You are very coachable. You, you listen. listen. You yep. try the hardest you possibly can. And there you are. I see you. Yes, I burst into tears. Oh, I like. And can I say to all of that? You know, when you hear people kind of going, "Oh, these days, you you just get awards for effort and da da da." What kind of person doesn't want to reward a child's effort? That's right. I am thrilled that Willow got an award for effort. Mm. Not all kids can be the best at everything. No. Why should they? Like in our day, she would have been ignored. Mm. That's the truth. Yep. Anyway. Bravo. 
I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. This is Broad Radio. For you, by you. More of us. Broad Radio. Here for more. We're running very late now. We got distracted and I'm, I don't even care. Another queen. Are you ready? Yeah. We are thrilled to welcome. It's one of the stars of one of the best oh, dramas this country on. has produced, a.k.a. Linda Smiles Miles on Wentworth, <laughs> Jackie Brennan. Hello. Hello. Good morning. Oh, Jackie. I'm going to, I feel like I need to step back and let the love oh. exude. Well, let me just give you some background to my love, which is that I grew up in a little town in Western Australia. My mum was a bingo caller and oh, every cool. Thursday night she would go and call bingo and I would sit with dad with a pack of clinkers and watch Prisoner. <laughs> <laughs> and the memories of that, they, they are still with me. I didn't spend a lot of time with my dad, you know, so it was one of those kind of moments. And also I think as a little girl... I knew how revolutionary it was on some yeah. level to see a, a show that was dominated by chicks. Yes, and it took a, a long time for that to come back, didn't Indeed. it? <laughs> Indeed. Indeed. Yeah. So when you got the role, because mm-hmm. Linda's an absolute bitch. Which now, I, that's being harsh. She's just misunderstood. Misunderstood. <laughs> 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 nah, she's She's great complicated. Age. Is she? Is that what yes. we're calling her now? Nobody's just one thing. Aren't they? What's nice about Linda? Let's start there. Well, if you go back to series one. Yes. So I don't know if you know, I was hired for eight days. Yes. So um, you too Linda, good. <laughs> Linda wasn't really established. So uh, I ended up being there for eight years. So I was there mm. from day one to, to the end. But Linda originally was a party girl, yep. organised all the social committees. Mm. Um, it was just during the series that she started to spiral downwards. That's true. But she had still had moral a moral code. Um, yeah, I think she's just had a journey. Yeah, she, well, that's true. You're quite right. And I think I remember seeing one of the um, Aunt Lydia. What's the actress that plays Aunt Lydia in Handmaid's Tale? It'll come to me later. Mm. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. Her yeah. saying the same thing. It's like you have to find the humanity in a character even that you don't like. Yeah. And I think there must be, tell me if I'm wrong, but there's a certain joy in playing a bitch too. Oh, there's got oh, to be. Oh, absolutely. Everything's just, and everything's justified. Yeah. I mean, she just, they're prisoners for, for goodness <laughs> sakes. <laughs> so in Linda's mind, she's just disciplining. Yes. And as 
I don't know who's seen it and who hasn't, but as time goes on, other factors come into play. Yes. But, yeah, she was just doing a job, making sure that we, we, you know, that they weren't breaking laws and that, you know, everyone was safe from the pesky yes. prisoners. So, so, Jackie, what do you do? What outstanding performance? Or what, what, I mean, how do you turn eight days into eight years? Just keep a lot going on in the eyes so they have to write stuff for me. Um, <laughs> I love it. I, I just, from my training, no matter how small a role is, I created a whole story for her. Mm. So even if I opened a door, Nelly, you know how many doors I opened mm. in the early series? So many. <laughs> um, I, always, I was always coming from somewhere or going somewhere. And one of the writers came up to me and said, we really like what you're doing, so we're going to start mm. writing more for you. And we've decided she's going to have a gambling problem. Mm. Oh, I love that. Oh, yes. Mm. Mm. And also with a gambling problem and people needing favours, that means you're always going to have access to money from prisoners. So it just gave, once that dropped, it gave me this whole other world. And I, I built a world for her where she'd been a teacher um, her gambling had got worse. She split up from her husband um, and then ended up at, you know, at, at Wentworth. Mm. So I, I think having any sort of a backstory makes it more interesting for everyone. Mm. And I think also having someone who was unlikable mm. stood out a bit. Mm. Oh, all the all other prison officers were friends with the prisoners, yes. not yes. old Linda. You know? No. No, well, as you say, I mean, I think just by way of background for anyone listening and watching who hasn't seen Wentworth, Jackie plays Linda, who is a screw, a.k.a., you know, running the joint, mm. like she's one of the prison officers, which in Wentworthland in the old series was very much frowned upon. And one of the things that I wanted to ask you about, Jackie, I love, even though I loved, loved, loved Prisoner, I love that the new series has been modernised including your character. Like you said, you've given her a background, even though she does behave in, I think, very controlling, almost like she's a bully in lots of ways, but you have a sense of her background and you have a sense of where how she got there. You know, yeah. same with Vera, same with B. In the original series, you just go, psychopaths. Yes, In, in, yeah. in Wentworth, you go, okay, domestic violence background or drug and alcohol or loneliness. Like that's a real modern take. And everybody has a story. That's yeah. what I find really interesting about, you know, drama in general is mm. everybody Everybody has a reason for everything they do. Mm. Mm. Uh, either they're fighting against something or they're going with their influences. Um, and when I, I auditioned for Wentworth, it was a reimagining of Prisoner. That's how mm. they were terming it, a reimagining. Yes. And I was thinking, oh, man, this is either going to go really, really well or mm. really, really badly. Luckily for us, it went really, really well. But those scripts mm. for eight years. So just good. When I would get those scripts. I could not put yeah. Everything would stop and I just had to go from beginning to end and not just looking for what my character was doing, actually looking just the stories were so mm. good. Mm. I, I think... I, I, well, I think that um, that that sense that everyone has a history and everyone mm. has a you know there's a reason for every action that comes from a place of real compassion. Yes, it, you know that you have compassion for every single person that there is a, a you know even the worst, right? Yes. Um, and do you think that comes perhaps also with that female ensemble cast? Because I don't feel like if you had a, a a show about a male prison, you'd have that kind of empathy, empathy and compassion behind the characters and the stories. 
not so sure about that, especially these days. I think we're a lot more sensitive to male and female emotions on screen. Um, but there is, I mean, I, I actually spoke to a, a guy who'd been a prison officer in a female prison as opposed to a male prison. And he said, in a, I, I don't know if I'm segueing a bit, but in a male prison, if there's a problem, they'll punch it out and then it's done. Mm. In a female prison, if there's a problem, they can wait years to years. get back at each other. Or, yeah. Oh, that just gave me chills. <laughs> it's quite interesting, you know, that, that I mean, mm. nothing, it sounds like I'm really simplifying the mankind, uh, male kind. Mm, yeah. But, yeah, just the the levels of that mm. of revenge that women mm. would go to, was, he said it was really interesting and he never <laughs> felt safe. Whereas with the bloke, they just punch it out and you go, okay, that's done. Well, wow. and the subtlety of the revenge. You know yes. the kind of the emotional violence. You know the yes. fear, and that's where I think through Wentworth you really have that sense of, you know, fear. The character that Susie Porter plays that I'd forgotten her character name. Mari. Mari. Yeah. That was over years waiting to plot revenge for the death of her son. Literally yes. years just waiting, yes. just stalking. And how dangerous is that? And, so and, and dangerous. As a viewer, you know, yeah. you're so captivated just. Mm watching her just wait. I mean, has it made you has it made you feel deeply fearful of ever going to prison? Like I feel like I've yes. those things I'm like I would not survive in No, I don't think I would either. Um we've got a comment here from one of our viewers saying Linda Miles had some of the best one liners. She did. Yeah. She Very did witty. have some good one liners. Yeah, some yes. good throwaways. Yep. Was yeah, that delicious um, for you? It was absolutely delicious. I'm originally from a comedy background, so when I started seeing that they were giving Linda this these beautiful, sarcastic, witty yeah. one-liners, I was like, yes, I know yeah. exactly how to play that. Um, I suppose one of the most famous ones would be, well, there's a few, but one of the prisoners was pregnant and her friend said, oh, you know, Doreen wants ice cream. <laughs> and Linda Miles said, I'll just call Mr Whippy. <laughs> um, you know, she, was always, she always thought she was a bit above them you know they were just tiresome that's it. funny though like one of the most interesting characters and I'm sure you've, you've heard this is um, Frankie the, one of the yes. reasons I find Frankie interesting is because in the 70s version of Prisoner there was what one out lesbian character I mean Carol what, the reality of that in um, a prison, women's prison, yeah. you know, but anyway. Yeah. Um, but she was, you know, lecherous and awful and predatory and, you know, all the homophobic stereotypes. We flash forward to Frankie and, I mean, even the straight girls in the prison are like, Frankie, please put me next to Frankie. Like, I'll yeah. be there anytime. And even that kind of modernisation was really nice. Yes. And that we have a very strong queer following. Mm. Um, you know, I think the queer community has been very unrepresented on our mm. television screens. So even though, you know, Frankie was in prison, it was mm. so good to see, as you said, you know, uh, the Frankie of in Prisoner was so unlikable. Awful. Whereas this mm. Frankie was mm. just sassy and interesting. Mm. And, and hot. And hot. Yeah. <laughs> Going to cold to silver. Yeah. Yes. But even in how she was played, not just mm. in her physicality, you know, she was yes. unapologetically herself. Yes. And that's hot. Yeah, very much so. Yeah. You know, Nicole has a massive following. 
Yeah. Uh, all around the world. Let's mm. go to the fans because you are, oh. you know, just so loved as a, mm. as a series but also you yourselves. Um, and there's a Wentworth Con yeah. this weekend. But you've also, you've already done it in Chicago and New Jersey and I believe you're off to Orlando at the end of the year. So what happens at Wentworth yeah. Con? Well, I've just come back from the UK where that was a Screen Star event, which was huge. Wentworth Con is massive. So it originated in America. Uh, a girl called Kiana Clark has started it. And um, it's like a comic con. So it is mm. a group of the actors from Wentworth. People buy tickets. There are panels, question and answer panels, um, merchandise, autographs. They go all day. So they go from <laughs> 9 o'clock in the morning till 8 o'clock at night. So we have one this weekend in Melbourne, which is my hometown. Um, so I think there's seven of us appearing. Um, if anybody wants tickets, it's Wentworth Con slash Melbourne. Uh, it'll be massive. And people are flying in from America and I oh, think people from are the UK, obsessed. all around like, the world. You've got hardcore fans. Are you, do you go dressed as Linda? No. You go as Jackie, <laughs> but do you get questions yeah. as Linda? Yeah, uh, not a, a lot of questions about Linda, definitely. Mm. Mm. Um, do you have people dressed as Linda coming to say hello to you? Yes, I do. And there's one girl in the UK who I met a couple of weeks ago who has a tattoo of Linda on her arm. Wow. Yeah. I love it. Um, wow. If I brought you a trifecta ticket, would that be triggering? <laughs> Linda has a gambling problem. Oh, I do yeah. think. <laughs> so, we do a lot of research on gambling. Yeah, you have to. Yeah. I don't have that gene at all, that gambling right. Yeah. We've got um, someone actually joining us, I believe, perhaps from the UK, Keely. She'd love a, a shout-out from Smiles because oh. she missed the con in Birmingham. Oh, no. How, is it Keely, did you say? Keely. Yeah, Keely. Keely, hi Keely. Oh. I'm sorry I missed you in Birmingham. I did have a great time in Birmingham. <laughs> I Can just I love ask it. one final very yes. rude question that I'm really yeah. hoping you'll answer? Other than the fabulous Linda, who's your favourite character in Wentworth? Probably the freak. Oh, the freak. The governor, Joan. played by Pamela Rabe. Yes. Oh, it's terrifying. Absolutely yeah. terrifying. What a journey. What a journey. Absolutely. Yeah. She started yeah. off as a governor and then ended up in prison Yeah, being top dog. Yeah. Amazing. <laughs> I, we, we do have to move on, but um, just finally, Jackie, um, and this is from another listener, Phoebe, who's a, obviously a big fan. You gave us, I'll call Mr. Whippy, but she wants to know what is Jackie's favourite one-liner? What is your favourite one-liner from Smiles? Well, probably Jamie Oliver. Um, when when uh, Pam Rabe's character, um, the freak, <laughs> is worried about the prisoners poisoning her. So she says, did the and I hand her the, some food and she says, did the prisoners make this? And Linda says, no, Jamie Oliver. <laughs> <laughs> and aren't I Love correct it. in saying that Linda's prone to saying, all right, dickhead. <laughs> That's pretty much a the lot subtext. Of I love yeah. that. All right, That's pretty dickhead. much the subtext for everything. No yeah. worries, dickhead. Yeah. <laughs> Jackie, thank you so much. I thank know you, that your Jackie. fans are so excited yes, to meet you whenever you're out there. So, yeah, we're really pleased to have you on the show. My absolute pleasure. And come to the con, anyone who's, yeah. who hasn't bought a ticket yet. Amazing. Thanks, Jackie, and congratulations on going from eight hours to eight years. Yeah. All power to thank you. Thank you so yeah. much. Mm. <laughs> 
Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy, Allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. 